0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, we have a very special show for you. Episode 32 of The Missing Pieces, found. Baby William has been found. Oh my goodness, it's already making me tear up. And reunited with his dad, it's a guest interview with Destiny Mack. Um, she's just a local mom, didn't know either family in this case, where she set up a page because she saw that there wasn't enough Um, attention or information out there on this missing mother and her baby. Um, She created this timeline of events that has been put together better than any law enforcement can do. And it's keeping all the members of her group up to date with facts, court documents, and media coverage. In fact, when Destiny and I first set up this interview, no one had been arrested. The baby hadn't been found. We were just talking about the case and which way it was headed. Now things have changed a little. I'm. Um, I want to tell you, I'm your host, Kelly Carter. We're here on the Missing Pieces. We're creating a life you love. I'm a registered nurse, mom, chronic illness survivor, and entrepreneur. I aim to share my path through growing my business around my life, and not the other way around. Hoping to light the way for you to do the same. Can balance be achieved? Is there such a thing? Can a mom run a successful business in a few hours a week while still taking care of herself and her family? And this is where we provide tools and resources. And every show will focus on one of three things, health, wealth, fulfillment. Today, I'm categorizing this as fulfillment, as this is just an inspiring story and a happy ending so far. I want to make sure you take a moment to share this show. It's going to be inspirational, educational, and motivational to yourself and your friends. So make sure you follow the show and share it. And today, help me welcome Destiny. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I, I, I think it's funny. People are very intrigued with you, and I put out there a call for questions, and I want to make people aware right away that we will allow a few call-in questions if anyone's interested to call in. You dial 646 668 If we don't get calls in, we will go to the questions that were posted on your Facebook page Tell me from the beginning, how did this Facebook page of over 11,000 people get started? Can you maybe just start from the beginning? Yeah, I think people would be pretty shocked to hear how it started. So
1: um, I saw the news story on the 17th of June, which was um, the news story that has now uh, been labeled as um, the fake crying story. But I saw it on the news, and something struck me. Uh, very profoundly about that story, uh, where Kathy and Roland Jones were uh, making a plea for their daughter, and from there, a lot of local friends were sharing the story. Some of them who were in their same church and and knew them personally, and there, within days, were these very opposing sides that I was seeing. About this case and so I had talked to my sisters about it for a while and and one of my sisters in particular and I said we should start a page we should start a page and it was more kind of this idea and then one night um, my family and I were all going (laughs) to um, to a Neil Diamond concert of all things with my dad and as we were driving in the car I said that's it we're just gonna do it and I started the page from
0: there Good. I want to make sure everyone knows we're going to kind of go through just discussion with Destiny, um, some behind the scenes things, and then um, we'll, we'll have a commercial and then we're going to come back with um, guest questions. So that will be towards the end, whether they're live questions or from the Facebook page. I have so many questions for you. I mean, it's like, where do we start? So it was incidental. It wasn't like you knew what this case was going to turn into. When you first set up the page, what did you think this was? Or what was in your mind? Oh, great question. Um,
1: I didn't know. I I did not know uh, if Jake was this horrible human being I was seeing posted on social media or if she was truly kidnapped or if she was truly missing, um, but my heart immediately went to William, and i it almost didn't matter what the truth was. Um, as a, a divorced mom and um, I have stepkids and, and all this, I just kept thinking of the baby, And if he was harmed or if he was missing or if he was kidnapped or if there was a life on the run, um, I wanted all that to end and for him to just be okay. And that's really what motivated me.
0: Can you kind of, and for people that don't know this case or don't know this story, can you tell us the beginning part of this or what you heard and um, what happened in this case at the beginning? Sure. So there, there was
1: um, a a young couple um, of the LDS state. They were a young couple who, at some point, had had a a little bit of rift in their marriage. At that point, um, Maddie was pregnant, came back to Arizona, and um, from there on, it seemed like there was this this battle um, for custody over the baby. And um, it was a long battle where in the end um, of the custody hearing, uh, joint custody was awarded to both parents. Um, A day, actually two days following that, um, Maddie and the baby disappeared. And so um, from the surface of it, her family was saying she was kidnapped by him. And then um, others were saying that the family um, had to be behind it. And so
0: that that was kind of the preface that led to starting the page. Yeah. So I, I just want to know from behind the scenes, you simply set up a page, right? Did you plan on doing a timeline or did that come up later? That came up later.
1: Yeah. No, I did not plan on doing a timeline. It was uh, more of a, an informational page. and. And more and more questions were coming in from people. Um, we reached 2,000 pretty quickly and um, within a week. And we gained about a 1,000 a week after that. And so within a couple of weeks, there was a need to be able to tell the story in order. I had, at that point, gained enough information to kind of draw a theory that her parents were behind it. But I thought. Um, I didn't know all the facts for sure, and in order to help spread the information, um, I rallied a group of about 30 to help me put together a timeline.
0: Hey, Jesse, I think your hair or something might be rubbing your microphone. I just want to make sure. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no biggie. Sometimes it just your hair goes over the microphone. So from there, you got 30 people, and you started forming the timeline. And how did that start, and what did that start with? Uh, So it started with very basic info that we knew
1: about the case. Um, I thought it was important to talk about what led up to their disappearance and not just since their disappearance because um, it seemed to me that what led up to it really told the story of where they are or where they could be um, because the ultimate goal was to find them. And so we had to understand who their connections were, Why their marriage ended. And uh, for that, I did uh, start reaching out to people closely involved in the case, including uh, some family members, to help put some of those pieces together. And what did you find there
0: (laughs) (laughs) when you started reaching out? Uh,
1: Yeah, I found um, the Gokuners to be amazingly open and honest people. I mean, they were sharing. Um, even some facts about they, themselves or, or maybe their son that didn't put him in the best light, um, and because of that, uh, there was a trust there. It was it, it was also to them uh, more important than than being perfect or being looked at in a perfect light. It was you know let's do whatever it takes to find this baby, and so they they were very open and honest with some things that occurred.
0: I only came into this uh, Facebook page and this, uh, well, I would say maybe a month and a half ago someone invited me to the page and I just was like, well, I don't have time for that. You know, I don't want to get in someone's drama or whatever. And then just someone very important to me in my church posted something about it And I thought, well, maybe if she's getting involved and she realizes the relevance, maybe I should go and read it. And we were on our way to a soccer tournament in Flagstaff and the whole way my face was buried in my phone, and I just couldn't get enough of it. And I know that's how people have been, like, getting into it. And then you're like, ah, it sucked me in. So I started reading all this. (laughs) This case is crazy. What the heck? What the heck? And the more I got involved, more I got involved. And then this was only three weeks ago that I actually joined your page, which is interesting because a lot has gone on since then. And then I just, I felt the same way. I, I reached out to Jacob, and he did two prior interviews with me, one before the parents were arrested, one after the parents were arrested, and then um, I'm hoping to do one another one with him. I haven't talked to him on the air about the baby being returned because I kind of figured I'd let him have his moment. So can you give me maybe some just rough points along the timeline? So, so we got the beginning and what happened, and then – you started seeing some changes and, and one family was working and willing to do everything. And the other family wasn't, um, maybe go through a little I bit did, more there. Yeah.
1: So, I <laughs> Yeah. I did reach out to both um, families. Um, and one, uh, one was absolutely not willing. I also reached out to a couple um church leaders uh, of their, of their church that were involved in the case. And it, and it, did feel very early on that that one side was being over-cooperative and caring and the other one um, just seemed like the, the posts on off. social media and their actions were not adding up. Um, and mm-hmm. so as the timeline came together and as more information came out, we just kept updating it. And like I said, there was a group of about 30 Um, I know my name gets out there, but uh, they were really the ones, uh, one in particular, who as soon as a a news story came out or an article, she had that timeline updated and was ready for me to post it. And, I mean, they're the ones
0: who really did the hard work. I just kind of orchestrated it. I want to take a moment to thank them for that because there's – Often in big events like this, there are a lot of people behind the scenes that we don't realize what's going on or, or what all's being done. Um, I want to ask you one question. What would you do differently sure. today? Um,
1: and that is an amazing question. I think um, it's hard uh, being a leader sometimes. I, I think a lot of people had differing opinions on either how the page should be run or should I post something or should I not? And at some point I had to, for my energy, um, I, I was absorbing all the energy of this. I, I wish I would have maybe handed some things over and taken some steps back for myself. Um, I also wish I could have, I was doing what I felt was right, and that hurt some people, and, and I don't know that I would have done it differently, but it did make me sad that um, people maybe didn't understand all of my intentions.
0: Yeah, and oh gosh, that question was not meant to make you feel bad, just so you know. I just wanted <laughs> no, to know if there was no, something you okay. would do differently today, but that makes sense. I remember at one point I reached out to you because I, very strongly intuitive and i could feel that that page was uh taking everything you had and i reached out one time and sent you an email saying hey it's your page set some boundaries you can do this you know you get <laughs> no one else does if they want to put the work to it then they can make their own page right <laughs> yeah
1: no and and there, there were definitely those feisty moments where and definitely days where i just didn't care what anyone thought and that's you know, the mantra I, I live my life by, but it does impact you, you know, the the unkind things, or even the people close to you that don't agree with what you're doing. I think those were the harder ones, um, but I I just had to do what, what was best for me um, in those moments, and, and I hope at some point everybody understands that, um, but... In the end, I don't know that I would have done anything differently because I didn't know any different
0: at the time, if that makes sense. Yep. Bottom line, I, I was sharing that story with you this morning. People that make big differences don't intend to in the moment. Usually it's just a very quick decision where it throws you into the limelight. And sometimes that's not all what it's cracked up to be. So I, I know a lot of people had questions on social media for you, and, and I will get to those in a minute, but... Um, the baby I want to get to the part of the timeline now where there were some arrests made and then um if you want to go, get to that maybe when when did the parents get arrested Cassandra Jones sure. and um, Roland Jones
1: Yeah so they got arrested last Wednesday um I don't even know what date that is to be honest That's with okay. you, but maybe you last do Last Wednesday's good <laughs> <laughs> Um So last week was definitely a critical week. Um, On Tuesday, uh, the police released some probable cause statements um, saying that they, on Maddie, Cassie, and Roland, um, saying their intent to charge them for both custodial interference and filing a false police report. On Wednesday, Cassie and Roland were picked up at the airport um flying to Texas and Maddie was picked up on um Monday of this week um found in San Diego at a at a distant relative's house um and the
0: baby was returned to Jake on Tuesday of this week so it's all very very new yes, that's all very new and it was like nothing's happening nothing happening but there was a lot churning in the background and I remember feeling last weekend, things are happening. It's going to be very soon. I don't know if you had that feeling too, but I was like, things are churning. Things are happening. Something, that baby's going to come out, be found now. Because one, uh, money and energy is drying up. Two, um, when someone sees their parents, I mean, when someone sees that there's an arrest, all the people aiding in that are going to go, oh, wait a minute. This is real. Maybe I should look into that. And then, um, Three is like, oh, crap, maybe I made a decision. I was thinking, you know, possibly them coming forward going, yes, I made a mistake or whatever. what Maddie was arrested. She did not turn herself in. Is that correct?
1: Correct. She was uh, uh, found and arrested. There was actually a, um, I don't know the name of the team, but for lack of a better task term, force, I'll. I'll call it a SWAT team task force that that, that found her and, and arrested her. Um, which is very sad. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is sad. I know. There's, no, there's a ha- there's a happy ending, um, but I, I go in between um, joy and sadness quite often because I think of this 19-year-old girl um, being arrested, and it was just so preventable, the whole thing.
0: I agree, yeah, and I think I am very sad in a lot of ways too because there was obviously mental illness in the family. There was obviously worse sometimes I think they could have really believed their stories and then it was too late, you know, but then there was all this pleading for her to step forward because I believe the charges would have been less if she would have turned herself in versus being arrested. Is that true?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The judge actually um, early on in the case, uh, I believe the date was July 11th. So she disappeared on June 16th. By July 11th, the uh, judge had said, if you guys return her, um, because he felt at that point that it was it was her parents that were involved in her disappearance, the family judge. And he said, if you return her, I will be lenient. But if she is not returned by this date, I will pursue this to the full ex- extent. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't even a criminal judge. That was the family judge. So she had ample opportunity even after that to come home. And, and I heard... Many times from the Gokuners that if she just would come home they they would ask that you know no charges be filed, just get the baby here and safe. Um, but you know she let that time pass, and i think I think there's accountability in all this too, because mm-hmm. even though i'm uh, there's a sadness if you read the police report that and and I have to take time to thank the Mesa Police Department for all of their hard work. Um, 549 page police report and I know there are other um, coming ones because that only goes to a particular date um, in early August. So there's the last month, two months worth of work that hasn't even been added to that report that we now have. But she, you know, she planned this with her parents, and she she's culpable in in these choices that she made. Even though I've made many young, dumb decisions, um, she's definitely culpable in in not only making them in a quick moment, but look like she planned them out um, mm-hmm. to make these choices.
0: Yes, and and when you make your bed, you must lie in it and you Sleep must face yes. what you what you've, what you've uh, created however on the other side there always is um uh, i don't want to make it a religious but there's always ways to ask for forgiveness and move forward and change from there so she still hasn't complete even if she goes to jail for a long time she still can redeem herself and possibly be a good mother, absolutely um, and that's that's my hope <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think
1: the real um, joy would be if, you know, William's 18 years old and, and there's a picture with her at his graduation standing alongside Jake in whatever form their family is at that point and, and the healing's there. I would, I
0: would uh, hope that that's something that we get to celebrate at some point. Yes, and I, and I want to take a moment to honor Jake, and I did tell him this in my last interview, but he's only 23 years old and that boy carried himself with grace dignity, kindness, I know he was, he was hurled, I mean, horrible, into a horrible situation, horrible said about him. And I'm like, I just kept telling him, as a mother, I just want you to know, and I'm sure your mom's so proud of you for holding your head high and just keeping the peace and not mudslinging. And I, I feel like he did such a great job uh, with that, don't you?
1: Oh, he, he set out, absolutely, he set out an intent, Um, in my very few conversations with him, actually, I've had very few. um, You've probably talked to him more than I have. His intent was at any point, if William was to hear a word he spoke, he wanted it to be a positive one about William's mother. And I, the class that is in that family and in him, I mean, they are just, they carried themselves with dignity and with class, and they did not participate in the mudslinging. They stuck to the facts. They kept pushing. Um, they were not going to give up on this baby, and uh, they have my utmost respect.
0: I agree. I'm going to take a moment to do a quick uh, commercial, and then when we come back, we're going to do the questions on Facebook people ask, or if someone wants to call in to the number 646 2688 and we'll take a couple calls there soul saturday is this saturday october 7th it's for women to refuel reconnect and renew it's for women that never feel like they have enough hours in the day sometimes feel alone depressed or unfulfilled if you're overwhelmed with family responsibilities and never feel like you're quite enough or worthy if this sounds a little bit like you grab a friend sister daughter co-worker giving yourself time to escape busyness of life and feel nurtured, inspired, and empowered in a safe environment with like-minded women. We're going to unwind on a journey of learning stillness, how to set up and keep healthy boundaries, as well as how to implement self-care in everyday life. We're going to reconnect your mind, body, and soul so you can leave still feeling refreshed and with a renewed passion and purpose for life. Your seat can be purchased in many ways. Right now I'm asking, there's only A couple seats left, so I'm asking for people to text me at 623-221-3356 with your name and number of tickets and an email address. So 623-221-3356. It's three hours on this Saturday. And again, we only have a couple tickets left. So contact me right away. Destiny, as a guest on my show, I do want to honor you. If you can't make it this Saturday, I'd like to give you a free gift certificate to one of my workshops. And If you can't make it this Saturday, I will give you a gift certificate for my next Saturday because I think this is something all of us need is, you know, peace and boundaries and learning to escape the busyness. So I'll I'll let you know exactly the information. I'll shoot it over to you. But now I want to get back to – you're welcome. I want to get back to questions that people posted on Facebook. So I'm going to pull up that page. Um, I know one of them is how how much – have you had to personally spend to get a hold of all of these reports? Would you mind sharing that? (laughs) Um,
1: The amount is uh, just about $200.
0: Okay. And I know there's a way that people can help you out, and it's on the Facebook page. Actually, can you tell us the Facebook page so people can find you?
1: Yeah. So it's, Found, exclamation point, and then missing, bring Madeline Jones and William home.
0: Awesome. We had to change it because we found him. And there, it looks like I right know. now there's almost 12,000 12, members on there. There is, yes. So we,
1: we I wanted to keep the missing up because uh, both the Vanish podcast and your podcast and other news stories have linked to it. So I just stuck found in the front
2: of it.
0: Yeah, and there's a pen post that has um, the timeline events, and I'm also put it in the description of this show. So if someone wants to click on it, and beware, it will suck you in, right? It's <laughs> a <laughs> black hole for sure. It is. You're going to be uh, appalled by some of it. I mean, or just like, really, could this really be happening? And poor Jacob had to live this in his life. You know, I'm trying to find my questions here on Facebook.
1: Yeah, we've, we've definitely had to help people keep perspective that, that this is real life. Like, this is really people. It's not a movie. It, it seems like one. It seems like it could be a Hallmark film or a Lifetime original movie at some point, that this is somebody's real life. And so um, it's hard to keep that perspective
0: when it just seems like out of this world. That's one thing. I When we were so excited that there was a there was still a baby missing. And that was really important to point out because, you know, Jacob's still living this nightmare, and I'm sure you felt that too, right?
1: Yeah. I, uh, it's funny. People were messaging me that whole day like, are you so excited? You did this. And um, it, I'm somebody who processes things after, but I, I certainly – didn't feel the win of that. It was like a milestone, but they were never my target. My target was to find the baby. And so it, it didn't end for me until Tuesday when, when I saw the baby in Jake's arms. And that's when um, it's still not over. There's still still a battle to be had um, to make sure that, that this baby stays in a safe environment and that the other children involved in this uh, remain safe and in a healthy environment. And so, um, but the, the arrests were just, um, they were just a small step in this, a, a big step, but uh, certainly not not what the goal are, that I set out to do was.
0: So there's a, a I, I wanna honor your time um, and not go over what we had discussed, but I have a couple of questions. And, and one lady asked, Amy Lozano, she asked, was it hard to figure out that FOAI I'm assuming that's the technology of the records was it was it tough figuring that out? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, the first few reports that we got were kind of clunky, and I was down at the Mesa Police Department requesting um, in person quite often. Um, but luckily in that in that core team that I keep talking about, there were people who Knew how to navigate and get the stuff much easier, and so they were able to guide me, point me in the right direction, or in some cases, get it before I even had a chance to look for it. And as far as time goes, I'm o- yeah, I'm okay as long as you need me. So um,
0: okay, then we'll go a few more minutes. So um, Joquel Moody okay. is asking, um, would you do it all again? Uh, yeah, in, in a second. If if I knew that um this result
1: would have come out of it I would have I would have jumped back in and done it all over again
0: <laughs> Another question is uh did, I'm not going to use the wording but did you what what did it feel like when you uh ran into Kathy for her mother's dip- disposition and she recognized you <laughs> or recognized who you were what was that like <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, I think you had asked, um, when did I meet the family? So I didn't meet the Gokiner family in person um, until the vigil that we had, the birthday vigil, which was just two Fridays ago, crazy enough. Um, And so that was my first time meeting them in person. Uh, Two days before that, Jake sent me his first message. And so I really wasn't – Talking with them as much as I think some people assume I was, um, although they certainly uh, were communicating with me, Andrea, his mother, and his Aunt Rachel, um, but I really, I was trying to respect their time and their space, too, and, and information they thought was important or that I had questions about. They were always there to listen or, or to kind of bounce ideas off, but Kathy, I had not met until that moment. And um, to be honest, because she hadn't attended any one of her daughter's court hearings during the divorce, I had no idea she would be there that day. And when I stepped out of my car and she was there and she knew who I was, I think um, the fact, I was, I was strong in that moment, but I got in my car when it was all over, and I shook for a very long time and I, I think it was just shocking and um i wasn't I wasn't prepared to have that moment yet
0: <laughs> yep yeah, it's just five seconds at a time we we make big decisions and do big things so i I love that book if you've if you haven't read that book it's called the five second rule It, it talks about that, and I would recommend it to anybody because that's how we make big decisions. Um, Linda Hoffman on Facebook is asking how much really did you spend in a day, a week, the last few months dedicated to this case?
1: Um, My husband may argue that I say this, but it was probably about eight hours a day. I do work full-time, and so most of my day uh, the admins or moderators would do things, and then I would um, stay up from 5 to to midnight or 1 or 2 in the morning and gather things, catch things up, and then start the next
0: day. And so I would say it was was close to eight hours a day. Uh, I just want to read one comment here that kind of fits with that. And uh, uh, David and Rachel Woodruff, they say, we in the family sure do appreciate all the work that you put in, or that they put in, so they're honoring you and all your other helpers. So that's kind of a nice comment.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that uh, gentleman is, lives in Canada, and uh, he is a relative of the Gokeners, and has been uh, such a sweet uh,
0: person. He's reached out multiple times to thank me. Good. And that there, here, here's a good question. Um, uh, besides everything that we've asked, is with Shauna de uh, Gomez? how did you feel through all this? Did you have feelings of being alone or frustrated or what kind of feelings did you go through during this situation? Um, it was a roller coaster of feelings.
1: There were, as we kind of talked earlier in the in the time, there were certainly days that I felt like I was the only one who understood maybe the whys of what I was doing, um, which can be frustrating. Um, But there was this feeling, and I am not a religious person, but I am very spiritual, and so I will say this. From the thought that entered my brain on June 17th to today, there is not a doubt in my mind that there was something higher guiding this, not just me, but the whole process, the doors that opened up, the information I was able to gather, the people that randomly popped in that I now call friends that helped me with that timeline and, and helped me with things, that doesn't happen by accident. And, and so for me, I, I feel humble to be a part of whatever that was, that I, that I was open enough in the in that moment, to hear that small voice that told me, start the page, start the page, even though if you know me, I'm not somebody who will get in the middle of drama. In fact, the second I find drama, I'll like run the other way. Um, and here I was starting something that was sure to be um, a conflicting thing. And um, I just keep going back to those little whispers that I kept hearing that said, do this and the doors that have opened up since then and there's not a doubt in my mind that i was just a just a little chess
0: piece in some some game that was being played that
1: i, I became a part of
0: well you just answered all the rest of the questions because they were asking what you learned through it and i think and then if you felt like there was a higher power in this so you answered all of those questions let me just oh. back and make sure <laughs> there is a color on the line do you mind we'll we'll, we'll get them on sure. just a second here Hi, Caller 2494 You're on Do you have a question for Dexter? Hello,
2: thank you Uh, I appreciate your I appreciate your kind words to me
1: We're so grateful
2: This is David, as you can tell My wife is Sam Hi David,
1: how are you? (laughs) Well, I am so grateful that he's been
2: found And brought home We uh, It happened on the 15th my wife had scoliosis as a kid. She had a rod put in her back. She wasn't supposed to have any kids. Well, we've had six. But the stainless steel rod, the, the backbone tried to wrap itself around it. And she's gone through pain like crazy. You can't believe it. And, and she went through some uh, operations last July, a year ago, and then in November. And we figured that uh, she'd be up for a cruise to Alaska by the time June came along. We got on the boat on the 18th. Well, it all happened on the 15th, and on the boat going up with the Spirit of the West cruise people uh, and everybody else that was on the newer Dam. Uh, we had no Wi-Fi. You have to, you know, it costs an arm and a leg. So every time we hit uh, Skagway or Juneau or, or Ketchikan, we were getting off and getting into Wi-Fi so we can find out what's going on. Are they back or the back? No, no. And, and we got home, and here it, it's drug on this long, and we just have been uh, – it, it really hasn't helped Rachel's health any uh, to be worrying about this. And I was reading the, the stuff today that talked about the Williams Warriors, not the warriors. Uh, phone, phone fixes things up, but I thought it, it's, there's warriors and there's warriors. and it has definitely been a worry to us, and we are so grateful that we're home, and we're so grateful to uh, Destiny and all the admins and all the work that's been put in eight hours a day for crying out loud. Bless your hearts.
1: Thank you,
0: David. You have any, been an amazing support.
2: What's that, Kelly? Did you say something?
0: I, she said you were amazing support, and I just wanted to. Oh, and thank somebody you else said something in. else too. Yeah, I just want to thank you for calling in. i I'm, I'm sure she is very grateful that you're calling in and, and thanking all of the admins. Did you have any yeah, other well, questions we, or comments? There's for some that
2: I don't. Uh, that I don't. Uh, I mean, I recognize their names, but everybody that has helped sure needs the, uh, the our thanks. And and I'm sorry if we can't name you uh, by name. Um, uh, Destiny for sure is is led out in it, but uh, the other people that help, uh, we're sure grateful. Oh man, are we grateful! We've watched Jake grow up from the minute he was born until this point, and he's been just a wonderful kid. And uh, people saying, "Well, both sides have done things wrong." We're having a hard time seeing Jake do much wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I agree. He's a great kid. I I know there's, you know, in situations we're not all perfect. We all have little.
1: Yeah, right. He
0: he definitely is one that is uh, full of peace and spirit, and I could feel that from him. Thank you for calling in today. Did you have any other comments? The other comments thing I'd you?
2: like to say is I I really have to uh, give kudos to uh, all those who are uh, trying not to hate on the other side um, and the restraint that's been shown and the love that's put to them. We're not just finding Baby William, we're finding Maddie too. And uh, they were talking about uh, her changing her life and repenting and all that kind of stuff. And it and. Uh, uh, I appreciate that uh, that softer side. I think it's I think it's a, a kind of a godlike attitude to have, and I sure have appreciated that.
0: I appreciate it. Well, thank you for calling today. Thank you. Well, that was neat, Destiny. You got a call in from the family. <laughs> I know he's the sweetest ever. That's great. So, all right. Well, I want to make sure to thank you. I'm sure we've missed something, but people could ask you questions possibly on, on the page or even in the timeline here. I want to point everybody to the uh, website, which will be linked below, to, if you'd like to join in on this Facebook page. I have one last question for you. Where do you foresee this page going?
1: Um, and what do you plan question. to do with it? Many have. Yeah, many have asked that we keep it up through the trial. Um, some have even suggested that we use this platform to to help the next uh, person. I I am definitely going to be keeping it up um, and just posting information as it comes out from from the trials that are, are sure to be happening in the next little bit, or the pleas or or whatever comes of it. And then, um, more importantly, hopefully every year on William's birthday, we'll we'll get to send a little. Um, update as to how he's doing Um, I am going to take a little pause from the page so I won't be rallying around the next case quite so soon Um, but I I think it's important that that people see this all the way through and that that there will be a happy ending
2: even if
0: um, there's some fallout yeah you did a fantastic job putting this all together making it simple I'm sure even law enforcement's probably even looking at your time line, um, just to, you know, (laughs) look at everything together. Um, I, yeah, I I think, have you considered a new career? (laughs) I wanted to be a, yeah,
1: I wanted to be a lawyer since I was a little girl, and it's funny that people keep asking me if I considered a new career. Maybe in my midlife crisis, I'll start going back to school and and doing law, but I've definitely always been a child advocate. I, I am a mom of six, um, some stepkids, some biological kids in that mix. I um, was a foster mom uh, Mm -hmm. as well and uh, I don't see myself stopping being an advocate for children. That's one of my passions for sure. Uh,
0: Yeah and I'm all for going back to school but you can make a difference and you can make a living without going back to school. There's things like this podcast took me five minutes to set up and it's something that I do twice a week, you know, something like that. Maybe just put in your ear that you are really good at this. People are very drawn to you and feel <laughs> your spirit. So, you whatever you do, I'm sure you're going to be great at it. I appreciate your time. Did I miss anything? I
1: don't think so. Just thank you everybody. All 12,000 of you on that page. I um I really do um believe that I couldn't have done this without all of you you helped call the media you helped call the police you helped look for her you hung up signs I am merely the person who clicked a couple buttons to start a page and and um, held the space as my friend called it for this to happen Mm -hmm. and um, I just want to thank every all 12,000
0: of those people on that page too for everything they did it's true. You're the vessel that just started it. I always say that God or whoever, if you're not spiritual, it's universe, whatever. I say, God, I'm the vessel. I'm the vessel. It's not me. It's not my ego. I am the vessel just helping you come through to them. So I appreciate yep. your time. I want to make sure everybody takes a moment to click, follow on the show and share, share, share. Who doesn't need to live hear an uplifting, awesome story like this? I am Kelly Carter of The Missing Pieces, where we're creating a life you love.